Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Black and Abdallah, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Black and Abdallah until 8 here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Speaking of the ESPN Chicago app, Flowers in Vegas just called in. He asked us a question. You know, we look at the Chiefs getting to the Super Bowl once again. They've won a couple. Mahomes is great. Kelsey's great. Andy Reid's great. Abdallah, do you ever get greatness fatigue in your sports? No. Greatness fatigue? No, I don't. I don't. I have ever? no problem. No, I have no problem watching dynasties in my time because i hear the way uh people talk and this wasn't a dynasty but the 85 bears here you know i know the way that you and i and people that that are slightly older than us like you know carmen and and sylvie the guys that covered the team talk about the 90s bulls sure and like i enjoy watching the greatest while they're playing like Jordan's better than LeBron, but I have no problem saying that LeBron is the best of this generation and watching LeBron for his entire career because he's our age. He is. He's the best of this generation. Which generation? Not like like the of this does, NBA. Does Kobe have a say or is this the, pa- is the, that the past generation? No, Kobe's the, that other. It's not like our generation. I mean, like NBA generations, which are shorter, you know, because it's like <laughs> what playing are they, careers. Like dog years? Well, well, playing careers aren't. <laughs> 20 years. Yes, they are now. So now yes, they, they are. are. But Jordan didn't play for 20 years. He didn't, but everyone after him Kobe did. Kobe didn't play for 20 years. No, no, no. Everyone out. Yes, he did. Well, Kobe did. Duncan did. Nowitzki did. How they many, all, how many did. times did succeed? To me, Kobe and like. They all did after Jordan. It all ended after Jordan. They all started that. playing longer. So so LeBron touches that. He touches and he's there it. now. He touches it. He doesn't like. It's not like a full on cuddle. All right. Whoa. Kobe had his battles. Are there blankets? Not involved? against LeBron. LeBron has his battles against everybody else. That's well, they what never, I'm saying. They never. There was never. Uh, they were never in sync based on like title chasing. That's my at the point. Time. Kobe different... versus Duncan, right? Yeah, like, that yes. was Kobe and Duncan. Yes. yes, Kobe and Duncan. That's a different NBA. LeBron is this NBA's okay. best player. Got right. It. I have no problem saying that. I like watching LeBron play. I loved watching Saturday night, him against the Warriors. Like that to me is LeBron and the Warriors. Like that is this generation, right? Whoever's next <laughs> is the next generation. Okay. okay. Whether right. it's, I'm it's, glad we established it's this here right and, at the start. And Wembenyama or whatever, Luca, whatever. He's a rookie. I know. Luca, whoever, right? Jokic. Like that's all the next. The next Man, in line. No right? respect for Durant. Yeah. He's going to subtweet you. What did Durant do? What, joined, did, what did he do? He He's joined won a, a title. He joined, He's won with, MVPs. With the super team. All right. Can, can you get to your point? My point is I don't mind watching greatness. I didn't get Brady fatigue when he was with the Patriots or winning the championship with the Bucks. I like watching the best. I like watching Mahomes because I like watching the best. Like I'm glad that I am alive to and like coherent to watch the best ever play. Like if Mahomes ends up being the best quarterback ever, I can say that I've watched 
pretty much all of his career, yeah. right? Not every single game, obviously, because they're not all televised and whatnot, in the red zone and whatnot. But, like, I've seen every playoff game of Mahomes. I've seen every Super Bowl that Mahomes has been in. Like, if he ends up surpassing the amount of rings that, that uh, Tom Brady has and ends up being the best, the undeniable best quarterback ever, I have no problem with it. Like, I like watching it. Keep going to the Super Bowl, man. I would say this. I definitely do great uh, get greatness fatigue, but it's selective, right? Like, to your point, LeBron James. I certainly have gotten LeBron James greatness fatigue. Uh, the, the run with the Heat, there were points after that with the Cavs, and then this whole Lakers deal. Oh, the yeah, the entire awesome. Lakers episode of the LeBron career, I'm, I'm not here for that. I'm not, I don't find it interesting. I don't, I'm not a fan of it, and I definitely, I've definitely found fatigue in it. Tom Brady's career, which spanned 23 seasons, early on, I was all about Brady. I, I really enjoyed him, but I certainly had Patriots, Brady, Belichick fatigue towards the end of it. Now, uh, if you look at a dynasty like the Golden State Warriors, I don't have Warriors fatigue. They're just bad now. Yeah. You know, like, like I would prefer, I would enjoy them still chasing titles and still winning and still trying to be good. The unfortunate part to that is they are not good. They're a bad defensive team, and that's why they're in the situation they're in where Steph Curry's in his prime and they're essentially wasting his prime trying to chase championships from the 10th or the 11th spot in the Western Conference. It's not going to happen. They're essentially done. It is what it is. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't think I'll get Chiefs. Greatness fatigue because I like the players involved and I like the style and I like the story. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Kelsey. I like Andy Reid. Andy Reid's always been likable. And if yeah. you're a gambler, you've always been aware of like the different uh, trends that go along with Andy Reid teams and off of buys and all this stuff, time to prepare. I like that stuff. I don't think I'll get fatigue with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I mean, does it happen? Yeah. There are certainly times when I get annoyed with teams when it's just the same team rolling out there every single year. But I feel like this Chiefs run has been at least interesting. Mm-hmm. right? They've, they've gone to the Super Bowl a few times. They've won a couple. And it feels different each and every time. The end of the Patriots run just felt like the same thing every year. Belichick outsmarts with the defense. Brady at the end has the moxie. They get it done with a field goal. Rinse and repeat. It was the same story every single time. Says the guy with a Tom Brady jersey. Well, I had one. Early Brady years, I had a Brady jersey. I, I really liked Brady because I, I thought that it, it was cool that he was a guy that wasn't as gifted, talented yeah. uh, with like arm strength and everything, mm-hmm. and he found a way to always and win. Pe- to me, I thought people, that that was cool. To me, and then pe- he turned himself into the best quarterback in football. I thought that that's a notable story. To me, people that say that they don't like it or that it's boring are, are lying to themselves because the ratings every year for the rematches get bigger and bigger. Like whenever it was LeBron against the, against the Warriors, every year that that happened – the ratings got bigger and bigger. Every time it's Alabama and Georgia, the ratings get bigger. Clemson and Ohio, like any time if people are like, oh, I'm so sick of the same team. It's a familiar storyline. People are people watch. into it. Absolutely. Always. Like, look at, like, again, this year. I know it's not a rematch of, of last year's Super Bowl, but the Chiefs are in it. The ratings are going to be better than they were last year because every playoff game so far this year has had progressively, and not just the Chiefs. This is every, so I'm not like a Taylor Swift thing here. This is every game 
has the ga- the ratings have gotten progressively better and better. So people don't have it's the 49ers. Like the 49ers were in it last year. They were in the NFC Championship game last year. Did no one watch because they were in it again this year? No, of course they watched. Well, it's a Super Bowl rematch from four years ago. Yeah. And so people are going to be familiar with the storylines with Kansas City, but also with San Francisco and their march to try and win a Super Bowl. You're right. If you want to talk uh, ratings and you want to talk about how many eyeballs are going to be on the Super Bowl this year, I would imagine it's going to be all-time ratings because of the Kansas City storyline, the San Francisco storyline, Two familiar teams who have been competing for championships now in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's a rematch of a Super Bowl, so it's a rematch of a game we've already seen. And then you add in all the Taylor Swift side stuff, and then that's going to bring... They're going to be epic numbers. Yeah. You and I don't have to sit here to tell you that they're going to be, be big numbers. No. It's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Joe in Lincoln Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? We're good, man. What's up? Uh, I just got a couple comments and one quick question. Yeah. Actually, I might just have one comment and one question. But, okay. um, so, Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. you guys touch on everything about him. But here's one thing that I thought about. Risk taker, this, that, and the other. You have a good lead. At what point does it become a risk taker or now you're just getting greedy? Because if you're afraid to kick a field goal and not rely on that kicker in that moment, why have you kept them all year? What are you doing? Right. At what point are you trying to get greedy now and take control of the game, and then it comes in the end and it bites you? You know what I mean? And my question was, and I have one more comment after that. My question was, when when is you when have you ever seen teams go for it on fourth down as much as this year or maybe last year? We never saw this back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a normal thing. Every once in a while, you'd have a team that could execute a fake pawn or something like that or go for it on fourth down. But it's kind of killing the game a little bit. It's just like how they want to speed up baseball. But the um, – So, Joe, do you, do you, you guys... wish that teams would punt more? Well, you know, in a situation like yesterday, don't get greedy, man. Kick the ball. You know, like yeah, you're one win away points. from the I, Super I get what Bowl. you're saying. You know, but my other comment was, and I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Um, as a diehard Bears fan, I think you have no choice but to go after Caleb Williams. Yeah, I think you have no choice because if you franchise Fields and it doesn't work out, then where are you going after that? And I'll be honest with you, they've hyped Caleb Williams up so much. But, guys, I got a feeling about this Bo Nix, man. I think he's going to come in and do well. Ooh. Just because of the system he ran over there. He's accurate. Yeah. But I'll hang up. Love you guys, man. Keep rocking, Thanks, brother. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, man. Have a Thanks. great night. You know, I, I do have this down to uh, talk to you about at some point this week. This is a big week for Bo Nix. The Senior Bowl is taking place. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those weeks where if Bo Nix shows out, he can jump into the top 10. I know some mock drafts have four quarterbacks going in the top 10 of this year's draft. Yeah. Uh, some have three. Mel Kuyper only has three. But this is a big week for Bo Nix because if he shows out at the, at the Senior Bowl, he might have a chance to get into the top 10 and really uh, elevate his draft stock. Listen, you want experience. No one's played more college football than he has. No one's started more games at the position than he has. So if you want experience, if you want I saw uh, Pro Football. Was it Pro Football? No, it was Daniel Jeremiah. Had him 13th, I believe, to the Saints. I think they're 13th. He had him going to the Saints. 
And so, so almost top ten. Yeah, almost top ten. And I think that you know there will be people will see this. Like this will have an effect, right? Like people, will, some people will look at Brock Purdy and be like, "Hey, we can get a quarterback at literally the end of the draft, and you never know what's going to happen." Or some people will look at it and say, "Crap, Mahomes is very young, and we need a superstar." quarterback to compete with that otherwise we're never going to win anything like look at the afc look at the quarterbacks in the afc you think they're going to wait around for the end of the draft to draft a quarterback absolutely not no they're going to take a risk on someone and hope that they can turn into something like a joe burrow like a patrick mahomes like josh allen like there's so much better quarterback play in the afc and if you see that that guy's sitting on the top of the mountain again year in and year out Regardless of having the worst stats of his career, the worst receiving core of his career, the best defense of his career, uh, that's probably not arguable to have his, this is the best defense of his career, but still, like, you can't get by and not have to say, oh, well, we can just, we'll just get by and not have to face Mahomes. The two teams that fit that criteria in the AFC who have top draft picks and don't have a quarterback, theoretically, it would be New England at three. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee at seven. Both, I would say. Now, Tennessee has a young quarterback. <laughs> whether or not he's going to be the guy for the future, but like everyone else, like the Chargers have their quarterback. All the other teams in the top ten are uh, NFC teams, and then you get to the Jets at ten. The Jets have their quarterback and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's really your commentary is for New England. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah. You absolutely well, have to get your quarterback. The, Titan, the Titans have a new head coach, so you never know what's going to happen with the Titans. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Titans, but but like if you're saying you want to compete mm-hmm. at the highest level in the AFC, you have to get your quarterback. Black Dahl here on ESPN 1000. We'll continue with your calls at 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Weeknight, 630 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Talking about the football games yesterday, the AFC, the NFC Championship games, the 49ers will face off against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, which will take place in Las Vegas. Abdal, I do want to call this out and uh, give a uh, helmet sticker. Um, Let's give a congratulations to Taylor Swift. Uh, She's on her way to the Super Bowl in her first season of NFL action as a rookie. It's crazy, right? Getting to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Taylor Swift. Big deal. It is. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, We just want to slap a helmet sticker right there on the side of that helmet. CJ Stroud couldn't do it. No, no, he couldn't. Bryce Young couldn't do it. Justin Fields didn't do it. Justin Fields couldn't do it. As a rookie. Yeah. She's on her way to the Super Bowl. Good for Taylor. I can't wait. I don't know if you 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 need to be prepared because what? Well, here here's the breakdown, right? Let's have a conversation about this, guys. We're in a safe space. The Taylor Swift obsession 
crossing over into the NFL, it's okay. Here's what irritates the living bejesus out of me. Media members, that that's the only thing that they can bring to the table, is it? Did you know that Taylor Swift's dating Travis Kelsey? Did you know that? <laughs> All right, now let's go to the weather. Yeah. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like every report that you hear of anything, the only thing people have to offer is that Taylor Swift is going is, to these Kansas City Chiefs games. To me, which is why it's absurd that people are like mad at the NFL for some reason. It's like it's not their fault. No. She's going to watch a football game. It's not the NFL. She's going to watch fault. her boyfriend play football. It's the lazy coverage the provided media. by the media. Yes, absolutely. It's every I'm on I'm on Instagram and every account, regardless <laughs> of whether they cover sports, music, whatever it is, is posting about it. They're the ones you need to be mad at. Not the NFL. Not what is what, okay, let me ask you, what is Fox supposed to do? Not show or CBS supposed to do? Not show the most famous person in the world? Well, it she's, depends. She's the she's the most famous person in the world. How often are you showing it, and how much of her uh, storyline is getting embedded into the storyline of was, the actual conversation? Someone did the math on this. It was less than twenty five seconds. No, 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 no. I know what they're showing, but there's so much talk about it. No, there's not. Yes, there is. From the commentators. Well, Tony Romo sucks anyway. So what do you want me to do? Oh, Burkhardt and Olsen, they did it too. It's not just Romo. They didn't do it on uh, the game, did they? Maybe not this game. But the Bears had the very first intro. Remember the the Bears and Chiefs game earlier in the year? Kelsey had like three touchdowns that game. Yeah, three touchdowns. The the Bears were out of the game in the first quarter. Yeah. And Swift was going nuts in the box. Yeah. She was up there. That's great. And they kept showing her in the second half. Why would you not bring attention to the most famous person in the world? Why would you not? I'm not saying that you can't. I'm saying when you... As a media person covering event, that well, yeah. that's all you offer. Then get a new it's job. It's pretty pathetic. Get a new job then. You're not good at this job. Well, I'm just saying, that's why we have to call him out. I'm calling him Cover out. Cover the game. I'm with you. I'm with you. But congrats to Taylor Swift. Good for her. Rookie season. Those are great numbers for a rookie. Caleb's got his work cut out for <laughs> You're Charlie, you're right. I don't I don't think Caleb Williams in a Bears uniform can live up to this. And Swift getting to the Super Bowl with the Chiefs in her first season. I see this on on uh, Twitch. You can watch this on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Watch us on YouTube. Search ESPN Chicago. Click follow. Watch us live. All that good stuff. She did not say leave her alone. She said for the Grammys. She said for the Grammys. Oh, it's for the Grammys. And who pointed that out to you? You did. You did. With the Sapruder film. You did. So, so yesterday, did you guys catch it that they had a long shot of mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and she was in the box and she noticed yep. that she was on camera so yep. she froze and she didn't do anything because yep. she wanted them to to leave the shot off of her and then right as they go to pull the camera away you see her mouth something yep a lot of people online who are bad at reading lips thought she said what Abdallah leave me alone and in reality if you look at it she noticed the graphic on the screen that said the Grammys are coming up, what, next week on yep. CBS? Yeah. And she goes, Music's oh, biggest night. Oh, it's because of the Grammys. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. You can see her say Grammys. Of course. In the shot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's Music's biggest night. I don't think she'll be there because she's in, uh, isn't she in uh, Japan then? I don't know. I'm more concerned about that. I would have loved the Taylor Swift performance at the Grammys. I love the Grammys. 
more of a concert than an award show. Did you know that? I thought she said the Bears should trade Justin Fields, and then I was really worried for her. You are her, trying to start a fight. For her comments. You are trying to start a fight. <laughs> all right, thank you. Uh, we thank all you, know Charlotte. that she's team trade down. She's team trade down. Yeah. yeah she wants to trade back. <laughs> big Bo Nicks. Yeah, she's a big uh, pick collector. She wants to collect oh, the, yeah? the draft picks. Yeah, make sure you're... Yeah, that's what hey, she it's wants. Taylor in Kansas City. <laughs> Get this Marvin Harrison. <laughs> Carl in Sleepy Hollow. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Carl? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. We're good. What's, um, up? What's up, man? A couple of things. Just want to say one thing about Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, the, the good thing about it is she's got my uh, 16-year-old daughter watching uh, uh, the football games now. So Look at that. <laughs> What'd your daughter think of uh, Dan Campbell going for it? Um, she thought he was crazy. There you go. All right. See, she stuck so, around for the NFC game. That's, that's good. Yeah. She's got her hooked yeah, for so, both. Exactly. So a couple things. I don't know if you guys caught, like, the uh, – the trophy presentation after yeah. the uh, NFC Championship game, but I did. Um, so okay, so Michael Strahan, he got up on stage, mm-hmm. and uh, he looked a little disheveled. He's trying to read from notes, and he, he instead of saying the George S. Hollis Trophy, he's like, and the NFC Championship trophy goes to, and then he wasn't sure if he should give it to uh, uh, Montana or uh, or John Lynch, and he gave it to Montana, and then yeah. he goes, oh, it goes to this guy here. But, um, you know, it's the Georgia House Trophy. He didn't mention that. And uh, the AFC Championship game, obviously, they've mentioned it as the Lamar Hunt Trophy because mm-hmm. it's, you know, their founder. Um, just wondering if you guys caught that at all. Uh, I saw it was a bit of a disheveled mess up there, Carl. I will say this. Ever since they changed the design of the AFC and NFC trophies, yeah, it's not the same. It looks flimsy. It looks like something that you could get, uh, you know, at your craft store. Yeah. That's like a, just a tchotchke that mm-hmm. can sit on the shelf. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like a real meaty trophy. I, I you notice that, I Carl? Agree. Like back in the day, I, they used to have the trophy. You'd have to lift it up. That with trophy two hands. had some girth to it back yeah. in the day. Some weight. Yeah, you look at the picture of. Uh, Erlacher yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's so, a two-handed trophy. Now it's this flimsy little little thing you can put your arm through. I don't I don't understand it. All right. And one last thing for you. Um, so this is who's the most accurate field goal kicker for the Bears? Minimum four attempts and only field goals. Trivia question. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. That would be Michael Badgley, uh, tied with uh, Mike Nugent. So Badley really? was four for four for the Bears in 2022. Scored all the points against the Giants. So that's that's mm. the Lions kicker. I, I don't remember that. 2022 yeah. against the Giants. I, I do not recall that game. Yeah, Santos got hurt. He got he got uh, uh, moved in and won won the job. Played on Sunday and then and then got cut later in the week as Santos came back. But the Bears lost in 2012 against the Giants. But, yeah, that's the kicker. So, I mean, you know, he could have made a 43-yarder or whatever. Sure. I, I think they should have hit that field goal in the third quarter and take the three-score uh, three lead again. But that's just my opinion. Good stuff, Carl. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks, guys. There is, Carl. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, as a sports fan, I'm obsessed with helmets, uniforms, and trophies. Mm-hmm. And it really bothers me when a league messes up a trophy. Like what the NBA is going through where they're changing every single trophy in the Not last good. couple of years. It's awful. It's all this stuff that looks like 
It doesn't have any personality or character to it. Mm -hmm. Really lame. The NFL did this a couple of years ago where they changed the Hunt Trophy in the AFC and the Hallis Trophy, the, the winners of the conferences in the NFC. They used to be, like you said, a... A meaty trophy. Girthy is what girth, I said. A, a girthy trophy. You had to use two hands to pick it up. Usually Now, do. this little flimsy uh, tree ornament that they hand out. Like, yeah. Brock Purdy was just it's whipping her around. I don't I mean, like it. How would you describe that thing? It, 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 it is very flimsy. It looks like a, uh, a teacher made it with foil for a class uh, competition. You know, for like the class spelling bee or something. Uh, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't touch it. Um, I feel like if they ever change the uh, the Super Bowl trophy, if they ever change the uh, Stanley Cup, I'll be pretty upset. Like well, the yeah, Stanley you, Cup, you want to talk about girth? Yeah, you just keep adding on. That thing just gets wider. Things girthy, man. <laughs> I mean, that's a trophy. Like, yeah. see, that's what. Like, all right, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Charlie Bevins, Justin Pottinger, you're both producing tonight's show. They're both younger than Black and Abdallah. They are Justin Charlie. Is this an old man thing to be like, leave the trophies alone? Like, I feel as if leagues make new trophies because they're trying to, quote, appeal to the younger demographic. Do younger people actually look at this flimsy little AFC, NFC trophy and say, oh, this is cool? I don't I don't think so. I mean, it's kind of like the Super Bowl logo deal, right? Where they just streamlined it into oh, just very generic font. I think people my age and Justin age... Like, we were young enough to remember still when they were doing kind of the pop art with it. Yeah. yeah. And we yearned for those awesome. days. You know? I remember it's, here. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's the same thing with the trophies. If you want to have fun, look up NFL Super Bowl, Bowl logos, logos. Yeah. And look at the, the old ones. They had personality. They well, had remember, some pizzazz. Was the one that the Packers won, not Aaron Rodgers, Favre, was that a New Orleans one? Was that in New Orleans? Because I feel like I remember yeah, the hat. Yeah, yeah there was like Mardi Gras it hats has like, on it. Yeah, yeah, it had like confetti yeah, like and Mardi Gras yes. when, Whenever that I was. I specifically yeah. remember that Hands hat. down. Yeah. It's 100%. A huge, it's a huge corporate brand thing where like they're going for over minimalization in, in every app. At, horrible. Asset, with in like everything. all their logos. Charlie, like Sprite, I noticed this, all these stuff. Horrible, I noticed man. this yesterday at, at Jewel. I'm shopping, doing some groceries before the games. You know who just changed their boxes and their logos to this same crap where it's all just it, it's minimalist and it's like there's no character to it. Have you guys seen the new Triscuit boxes? <laughs> Seriously, have I you guys seen this? I didn't think Triscuit type uh, in the new Triscuit box yeah. and tell me how this is any different. Than oh, that's any, egregious. Every company is doing the same thing. And it's always in it's always in all lowercase for lowercase some reason. Lowercase letters. It's simple. <laughs> You guys see this logo? Uh, yeah, the I, boxes? Like <laughs> I saw this in Julie yesterday. I'm like, what is going on with the, the only, world? The only difference is they lowercase the T. Yeah. That's the only difference. But like, oh, they made the eyes. Yeah. The eyes are square now instead of diamonds, which I guess technically is just an, a, a, a you know tilted square. But you know what I mean. The eyes used to be red diamonds. No, there's a lot more going on is in there? the old ones. Yeah, there's shapes yeah. in the background. The uh, dotted eyes okay. are red. No, you guys, uh, okay. you, gotta it's a find, you gotta find the box. The top of it is blue. It's all one block. Are you looking at the right thing, Abdallah? Yeah, I think I'm looking it, at. It's completely. No, I'm looking. You know, I'm looking generic. at. I'm looking at organic triscuits. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you gotta look at. It's this one, Abdallah. You got this one. 
That's the same as the organic one. That's what they did with it. They yeah. made the organic logo the same one. That's why oh, I'm a we- that's What are we I'm, doing? That's why I'm a Wheatons boy. How about a little personality, a little pizzazz with our logos? Mm-hmm. And, and Charlie's right with the Super Bowl logos. Now it's just bland. It's lame, bro. I mean, come on. Give us some nice uh, awards. Girth. And, and, what are you what are you talking about? I'm talking about? about the trophy still. <laughs> Give us some girth. I think I would go even further. I think the crystal ball, the BCS national championship, is so much better than oh, the playoffs. It was so trophy. cool because every time a coach held it up, you're like, this is gonna drop it. <laughs> it's got character. It's great. Mm-hmm. Girth on a trophy. I need we need oh listen. If we need anything more yeah. in America to return to being a proper country, <laughs> we need more girth. Yeah. Lack and Abdallah on ESPN right. Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Eberflus. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We're talking a lot of football tonight as the 49ers and the Chiefs. Advance to the Super Bowl. Be played in two weeks. Well, football conversation until we get to the Super Bowl. And obviously here on Black and Abdal, we talk football year-round. So, a lot to get to. Am I seeing this right, Abdallah, from Crane Chicago Business? That Rob Manfred, the commissioner from baseball, has a opinion on a possible new White Sox stadium plan? Hello! You're right. He does. <laughs> He's come in to say the head of Major League Baseball said that he's all in for White Sox a White Sox proposal to build hmm. a new stadium to thrill their fans. Oh yes, on the 78 property on the southwest edge of the loop, and he believes it can be funded with no new taxes. Well, that's nice. I think all uh, folks in this city would appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we're we're not interested in funding new stadiums if. Uh, billionaires would like to build a stadium by all means go yeah. to town mm-hmm. uh i don't want to pay more property taxes just so you can fund your stadium and and profit from it uh rob manfred uh we haven't talked to hello rob manfred since the end of the baseball season but nice to I've see that he's sleeping as crane chicago is writing baseball commissioner gives thumbs up to game changer quote game changer sock stadium plan at the 78 We'll see if the White Sox do eventually uh, do that. Now, whenever we uh, hear from Rob Manfred, we like to go back to 2020, October of 2020, when Rob Manfred handed out the MVP trophy to Corey Seager. Corey, Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory, and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays Most Valuable Player Award presented by Chevrolet. Now, we must clarify here on Black and Abdallah, whenever we, yeah, whenever we play the uh, audio from the 2020 World Series, uh, he was medically cleared. I can't hear you. After that. Corey. It is a earpiece issue. Corey. Two he was things. medically cleared. Corey. Would you like to know what I have been up Corey. to? He was not under the influence or having a medical problem. Corey. Two things. Per Major League Baseball. Do you Corey. want to know what I've been up to? <laughs> what have you been up to? Think, as you're slurring yourself away from the mic. I think that, first of all, I think <laughs> that the White Sox should focus on the team and not on the stadium. The Maybe, you know, compete a little. 
You thrilled our fans. Well, we hope that they do compete as we're the home of the Chicago White Sox. I heard your complaints. Corey. My complaints? I heard your complaints. What did I complain about? The World Series trophy is a little (laughs) flimsy. No, the NFC and AFC Championship trophy. The World Series trophy is is a a series of small sticks. Listen, listen, the World Series trophy is what it is. I don't think you need to change it. We're trying to make it girthier for you. (laughs) It's it's a bunch of small sticks. We don't like it. It's going to be one big stick. Corey. Chris, what's worse? A bunch of small sticks <laughs> or one big stick? Corey. <laughs> I, I, think you, I think the answer there is a bunch of sticks. A whole bunch of sticks? I don't know. Depends on the count. Corey. Oh. Would you prefer one big stick? I, no. Or a bunch of Corey. small sticks? <laughs> Corey. You're talking about the trophy, right? Maybe. Thrill- I'm talking about thrilling fans. You led the Dodgers. You thrilled our fans. Yes, uh, Rob Manfred. Corey. Giving the thumbs up in this article from Crane Chicago. Baseball commission gives thumbs up to a, quote, game changer White Sox stadium plan at the 78. It's because Corey. Jerry Ryan is my friend. Oh, well, I mean, the, he's a owner and he's the commissioner, I would you imagine. No, that Corey. he's my friend. Yes. Corey. All right. Corey. One okay. big stick. One big stick, yep. We're going to make it girthy. What? Well, yeah. Corey. For the trophy. For the face. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I'm going back to sleep. Corey. Until spring training. Good night. I'll see you. Corey. In the spring. Are we done with the awards? Do we know who won MVP? Corey. Yes, uh, they announced it, but we already forgot because that's how baseball handles it. I'm sleeping for one more month until spring (laughs) training. Pitchers and catchers in five days. And then we'll see if uh, Rob Manfred sees his shadow. And then uh, if he doesn't, he'll go back into his hole. (laughs) We go to Mark in Lincoln Park. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mark. What's up, guys? Great show as always, Adam and Chris. Thank you, man. We're good. You guys are killing it. I love that Charlie is finally making you guys feel old. I love that. They all do. Isn't it great? I know. It's the best for me because I'm, you know, waddling Yurko's age. Sure. Chris, I was going back to like 30 minutes ago because I'm always late. Um, How you were not lamenting, but talking about fatigue of watching LeBron and whatnot. Yeah. And the athletes that go the 20 years. And I want you to know, when when Michael was in the heyday of his years, mm-hmm. everybody, and I was living on the state, still playing for the Navy, but I was fortunate enough that WGN played the games. Everything when Michael played was prime time. Everybody yeah. stayed in to watch that guy play. Yeah. He was magnificent. And Mahomes is truly magnificent. I agree. He's elite. He's elite in a, in a world where everybody likes to say that, but he's top. But Michael was t- true must-see TV, and it was so cool, Chris. You, I mean, I know you're a big NBA guy. You would have loved it. it, yeah, it yeah, was, I, I, he, I, I remember those days. And, Mark, the and thing it, that I remember no from that off. is um, the difference, yeah. like, the NFL is nationally televised to begin with. So if someone wants to see Mahomes, they can watch all of his games. 
You know, the yeah. NBA at that time, Michael, they would go out of their way to have nationally televised Jordan games. And the Bulls played a lot on NBC, and they were the rights holder at the time. They had the, the Saturday and the Sunday afternoon games. But essentially, right. outside of those windows, there were no national televised games each and every night of the week like there is now. And I, you're no, right. And it, people went out it, of their way to were, watch Jordan. It was a big deal. I, I, you know, I was in a squadron and stuff, and we had a big party. And my my buddies were like, "Let's go do this." And I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to watch this guy right now. He's in his prime. I'll never see an athlete like this again." And there was never burnout on him. And yeah. to your point, he didn't go 20 years. Like he he, he retired. I mean, he had to come back. But he essentially was, had 13 prime. Years. It was yeah. to watch him. And to be able to do that, I knew it in the moment, which yeah. was cool. And and kind of Mahomes, unfortunately, you know my hatred of pace. Gosh darn it, we don't have him. I, I still watch Mahomes. I'm like, that dude is, he's legit. He's great. I love it. It's fun to watch. No fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, Mark. Appreciate the Thanks, phone Mark. call. Hey, guys, you're having a great show. I love that Charlie's making you old. I love it, too. I think it's great. I think that's how you keep shows young. That's mm-hmm. the way you do it. Of Thanks, course. Mark. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Like, like you could either embrace it or you can get upset by it. I embrace it. I love that there's younger people around us to then make us feel a little bit old, but hopefully we feel a little bit younger, too. I think yeah, that's the absolutely. key. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely like, especially uh, Charlie and Justin, for sure. Those two. Pottinger especially makes me feel the oldest, I think. <laughs> Pottinger, how are the vibes tonight? Yeah. You vibes right are right up. there? You good? V- vibes are up. Yeah. Can you uh, give us a brief, uh, your thoughts on the show thus far before uh, our final segment? How, how, how do you think the show went tonight? Show's going great. It's only going to get better. Oh, got, there's only 15 minutes got, left. I was about to say we got 15 yeah. minutes left. <laughs> get better when it's over <laughs> is what he meant to say. Let's, let's, let's end it hot. <laughs> let's end it hot. <laughs> All right, Pottinger, I appreciate it. There he is, Justin Pottinger, uh, the mayor of Vibesville here at ESPN 1000. Uh, how about this? When we come back, it uh, will be the end of the show. And then also, Abdallah, the song of the night. The song of the night has moved on Uh-oh. the schedule. Am I seeing this right? Yeah. Up next, the song of the night. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Charlie Bevins and to Justin Pottinger for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. We'll be back tomorrow night from 6.30 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. And we'll also be with Carmen Yurko from noon to 3 right here on ESPN 1000. We'll have the song of the night coming up for you in just a couple moments. And all, it's our first night where we're on from 6.30 to 8. Uh, we're looking at the schedule here, and it seems that we are going to move the song of the night from 6.50 to 7.50. Uh, what do you think? Uh, early returns on the thoughts on moving back an hour with the song of the night. Well, we still need to get the song of the night in, so we're still doing that. Okay. Uh, Did you vote against it? Were you looking to, to, to get eliminate, eliminate the song no, of the night? No, I like the song of the night. Okay. I very much like the song of the night. 
So it looks like we're going to place it at 7.50. Yeah, it's just going to be crunchy on uh, Fridays. It's going to get they're going to get hard pressed in crunch time there. Okay. Okay. Well, because uh, we got to do song of the night and we have to do good question. Well, yeah, we we'll service the people. We'll be here. We'll take what? the phone calls. We'll service the phone calls. Service the people. You've heard that before. That's nothing weird to say to someone. You've been saying that you were looking for a girthy trophy all night. Listen. <laughs> I don't I don't see how that's a bad thing. <laughs> Who doesn't want a girthy trophy? Uh something that we can talk about the rest of the week. I, w- I want to ask you this before we get to the song of the night. How far off are the Bears from playing in the NFC Championship game? <laughs> um, well, you okay, see the so lines yesterday. The Bears theoretically, I understand. I, I understand. They yes. they went. They split the series with the Lions. Yes, they had them dead to rights. Though. Yes, they outplayed them in two games. They did, and the Lions got there. Who says okay. if you get a quarterback in the draft that this team is really that far away from the so, championship weekend? Whilst you were gone uh, on your vacation. I, it was right after the wild card round, right? I asked the question, how far away are the Bears from winning a playoff game? And I said two years. Not this year. Like, let's say they trade Justin Fields, they draft Caleb Williams. Playoffs are the aspiration. Playoffs are the hope. Playoffs, to me, are the expectation. But depending on who they get, I don't necessarily know if they're going to win a playoff game. But with Caleb Williams, if it is him, with a year of experience in the NFL, just like C.J. Stroud, right? If you have this really good defense, if you have uh, two good wide receivers because you're probably going to draft one if you fix the offensive line, all that good stuff. The hope is that in two years, you win a play. In that second year, you win a playoff game. So to be in the NFC Championship game, three or four? Four years? Three. That's how far off they are. I think so, yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough, man. Look it at depends the roster, on the draw. Though. Defensively, I don't think you have to make that many changes defensively to get the, the defense side of things. Yeah, there. yeah, I mean, yeah. Get a safety. Add to Brisker. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Eddie Jackson, you're probably not going to be around with the Bears going forward. Mm-hmm. Offensively, there's a few more holes to fill. But if you nail the quarterback, if you get that pick right, yeah. and that kid plays well immediately like you see cj stroud like you've seen jordan love in his first year of starting i think this team isn't that far off okay three to four years that's that's a lot more a lot more than i was expecting i mean i don't think it's that far away i think if they if they if they're in the nfc four years a long time away dude if they're in the nfc championship game in three years that's good to me that's good all right all right we'll talk about it throughout the week all right we have all week to discuss the Bears. All right, time for the song of the night. I wanna rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an. Ex- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's song of the night. Yo, Larry. Tonight's song. We go to Lenny Kravitz, American Woman from 1998. It's your song of the night with Black and Abdullah. Here on ESP 1000. American woman, stay away from me. American woman, mama, let me be. Don't come hanging round my door. I don't want to see your face no more. I got more important things to do. I spend my time going on with you. Now, woman, stay away. 
battle no more. Good night, skin hypnotized. Spark on someone else's eyes. Now I'm on. So, Chris, why are we listening to American Woman, which is a cover by Lenny Kravitz? Well, for all of us uh, of a certain age, mm-hmm. when you hear this song, you think of a actress who starred in the music video. That would be Heather Graham. Today is Heather Graham's birthday. Oh, shout out. January 29th, 1970. She's 54 years old today. Heather Graham featured in this video with Lenny Kravitz yes, for American is. Woman. Uh, Abdal, she had a really good acting career. Uh, still acting, but like early... Heather Graham in Boogie Nights as Roller Girl. She was in Austin Powers, The Shy Who Shagged Me. She was in some really big movies in the mid to early 90s. Uh, Let's see. The first movie I saw Heather Graham in, I'm going through her um, her filmography here. The earliest one that she was in that I saw was uh, she was in Swingers. Yeah, Swingers. 1996. Absolutely. She was in Swingers. She was great in Swingers. Uh, apparently she was in Scream 2, but I don't remember her in Scream 2. Yeah. I don't remember that. Spy Who Shagged Me for sure. Bowfinger, which wasn't a horrible movie. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny about Bowfinger is like, that's what you have to say after every time you you call out that horrible movie. movie. It's not a horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Hangover, she's great in The Hangover. And of course, Boogie Nights, she's Roller Girl. Oh, yeah. uh, I will say this. Yep. I think she's underrated. I agree. I think that she doesn't get the uh, the Dude, same. Do you remember when she was in Arrested Development? Yes. Oh, she yeah. She was awesome in Arrested She's Development. Great in Arrested well, Development. Who was she in Arrested Development? She was like, um, she she was in like an episode or two. Yeah, Wasn't she, she was uh, Beth Barely. She played um, the dude who had uh, Alopecia's daughter, right? Yeah. Wasn't that who she played? Oh, I believe that's who she played. Yeah, she's totally underrated. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Shout well, out like, to, to Heather Graham. <laughs> she was also in Scrubs. She had a long run in Scrubs. Oh, that's right. She was in Scrubs. She didn't have the career she should have. I, again, that's why she's underrated, I mean, like, She Charlie. had a very good career. We're naming all these good things she was in. No, but like to Charlie's point, like, she should move you around. She should still be. I don't know if she's build a movie. Leading around. the way at 54. I don't know. About Shout out that. to Heather Graham. She's in a bunch of stuff last year. Lenny Kravitz, American Woman. It's your song of the night. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. American Woman. Yeah. I wanna rock. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial. Well, there, it's there's no <laughs> yeah, it's just an experiment. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's Song of the Night. Yo, Larry. Like Elizabeth Hurley was in that same run. Someone mentioned that yeah. in the Twitch chat. I mean, yeah. it was like they, they were... Uh, Shout out to Paolo. Holding the, the title belts, oh, the dude. championship belts Bed- for a while. Bedazzled? Yeah, bedazzled was a big deal. Absolutely. Back in the day. All right, what do you what do you feel? Song of the night at the end of the show. Do you do you like that? It's uh it's not the same, but I think I'll get used to it. All right, Black and Abdallah, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.